0: Hey and welcome to another episode of the Shooters Roll. I'm Reg, and as always, I am joined by D Swizzle on my right and T on my left. How are you guys going?
1: I'm good. You good. How are so, you? Got?
0: Good. Good. I'm excited to talk more basketball. Let's do
1: it. Let's do it. I like the uh, get up we have today. It's not as corporate as last <laughs> last couple <of> times. <laughs> fresh.
0: Casual. <laughs> so uh, this episode we're going to talk about. Um, the players most under pressure to perform this season, which is starting in a couple weeks. Um, so as the season draws closer, um, more pressure builds. Definitely. Um, so T, do you want to start us off with the players that you think will be under the most pressure to perform this season?
1: Yep, um, yeah, sure. I guess I've been talking about the Lakers a lot because they have a, a prior a history, a traditional history, right? So A D wanted the trade, wanted the trade to LA. You know, he him, Pablo Bon, his agent. All that happened. So he's he's there now. Uh, in the preseason there I'm not sure about the results today, but they were, they were one and two before today. Um and yeah, I don't think they were they were playing that well. So the scrutiny's gonna be on them, like to to perform. Like unless they get a championship, uh they they're, they're pretty much uh, unachieving. So I put the pressure on AD and also LeBron because they they, they pretty much orchestrated the trade. Uh, they got rid of all the kids and now they have a team where LeBron's happy with. So that's my first pick uh, for the, the players most under pressure and also the team. So then it goes, it goes to me, AD, LeBron and the Lakers.
2: I think there's more pressure on LeBron now given the The injury to AD, the MRI came back okay, but it's just going to show a bit of that that injury history that AD brings with him to every organisation that he's played with, namely the Pelicans. Um, Any stint on on the bench for him adds that extra pressure on LeBron, obviously, um, for LeBron to perform. And there's not a lot of added talent on that Lakers roster, it's pretty thin, so that, that compounds the, the pressure, I think, that will be on LeBron. But he is the king.
1: Yes, I'm saying. He, he's he, been doing it for years. He's on top of the throne, right? He's yeah. on top of the throne, and he's won championships. Yeah. So, so so, for me, AD, LeBron, and the Lakers overall.
0: No, I, I think LeBron's established himself as, as one of the best players in the game, um, and the fact that he's um, been significant in... All, rearranging this whole lakers team um Mm -hmm. is probably um not adding so much as much pressure as um as there would be on on ad because he's the one like you said he's the one who's demanded all of this movement and all of this um rearranging and he's the one who is young and who has stuff to prove to everybody else um and he needs to prove to everybody that that he's um those movements were justified.
1: Yeah, because if a pelicans like they never went anywhere, but yeah. but he was all, all NBA. And they, 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 they always push it back on the team that that, that surrounded him, the owners. Mm-hmm. But now he's got everything he wants. There's there's no more excuses. No excuses. No excuses. Yeah. Okay. And so
2: he performs. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll he'll be a beast in the paint, out of the paint.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's just gotta stay healthy. I've just got this niggling feeling that's just in the back of my head here that you know a season's gone past just freak injuries always yeah, happen to it true true and you know we haven't even started the season season kicks off in a week mm. and he's gone and, and hurt himself already but the, the play
1: was a defensive play so it's one of those things where you're like you know it's 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 good that he played defense it's just bad it just this is freak injury yeah so
0: and getting injured isn't going to Relieve any of the pressure off him.
2: No, that's yeah. not. If anything, it's, it's going to make happen. it worse. Yeah, it's just going to play on his mind. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then and then the crowds, going, the fans are going to be like, "Oh, when are you playing? You're too weak." You like you think about when Dwight Howard played, and he played on um, after back surgery.
0: There was
1: so much pressure on him to just just to get on the court. Remember when he, when he had Kobe. And
0: I think. A lot of the Lakers fan base were really kind of committed to the idea of that young group that was building out in the Lakers, yeah. and so the fact that they've gone and blown this all up and yeah. and brought AD here, that's going to put I think a lot of pressure on AD too. Yeah.
2: Big things are coming for the Lakers. <laughs> Big expectations. <laughs> but we say injury; that can happen to
1: anything. Of course, anything. Yeah. But, but it's just but it's just, in, issue. just a history. Just a history. History. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, though, the the player I want to raise uh, in the preseason, another player who's been hurt, big expectation on him, Kyrie Irving. Brooklyn Nets signs his massive deal, goes back home to his hometown, signs a four year, $142 million contract. He's got the support of um, another superstar in KD coming into the team, but KD is pretty much out for the season. So here we have a situation where Kyrie Irving is now in a position where he is going to try and prove that he's a number one option again. Um, It didn't work in Boston for various reasons, um, even though that team was more stacked. But maybe having a thinner team might be better for Kyrie. That way he can ball dominate without so much criticism. Mm. But he's a guy who comes in, gets an elbow in the face, and he's got a face issue right before the season. And, you know, they they play him against the Lakers. He lasts two minutes, has to go out of the game. I mean...
0: Not the face.
2: Not the face. I mean, <laughs> mask Kyrie will work. But it's, a, it's just another thing to add onto that pressure. I mean, playing in the big market, similar with AD and LeBron, adds greater scrutiny. Kyrie's going to have to face that. Numbers-wise, he's pretty consistent, though. But when you look at last year's numbers, uh, injuries did play into it. He only played 67 games, averaged 23.8 points, 5 rebounds, and nearly 7 assists per game. His career stats are pretty much similar. So we all know he's an all-star. We all know he can bring it. But the pressure, I think, is can he bring it and solidify a team can he bring the team together because the track Mm. record is not good there. Mm.
0: Well, what I think is putting Kyrie under pressure as well is the fact that he's now joining this Brooklyn team that has worked for so long on its rebuild. Yeah. Um, and, and last season were made the playoffs.
2: That's right.
0: Um, so they're, they're on their way to contending for a championship. And so they had this group that was working, had a lot of cohesion. Um, and now he's come in and he's going to demand attention and demand the ball and, um, and orchestrate plays. So there's a lot of pressure on him to keep the stability and the cohesion of that Brooklyn team going
2: because well, it was already working. That's right. I mean, the benchmark last year was makes, Brooklyn makes the playoffs on a 42-40 and 40 record. Um, sixth in the conference, lost in the first round to the Sixers. Um, they've, got a, they've got a one-up that this year. Um, There's that pressure on the team, like you mentioned, T, about the team having the pressure. Um, Brooklyn don't have uh, D'Angelo anymore, uh, but they are bringing back uh, a budding superstar in Karis LeVert, and I think LeVert will do very well next to Kyrie um, to take a bit of that pressure off and play that off-ball role, as well as substitute in with his playmaking abilities, which he does have. Um, But... They have brought in some major pieces as well with um, DeAndre Jordan, but like you hit the nail on the head, Reg. It's it's that um, there was that chemistry, there was that building, and it looks like they've they've had to s- go backwards to go forwards because you look at Jared Allen, he's not going to get as many minutes this year with yeah. with Jordan.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely, you're paying him 10 million a year. You basically don't want him to be a, a second fiddle center. That has to be uh, a yeah, center by committee. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then because he, he makes it complicated because that relationship with um, uh, Jordan is uh, Kyrie and uh, KD. And, and that's right. And it's like we brought our boys here to play. We're not. We, you basically can't see them all out. Can't send them out. Like he's one of the main guys. That's why. He, why that's why we're here.
2: Yeah, but so, yeah. How, how does that affect the growth of um, a promising big like yeah. Alan, Who, I mean, you put yourself in his shoes. He was starting center last year, um, getting his blocks, dominating the paint, um, and it's just that growth. Yeah. And now to take a backseat role for the next few years now with DeAndre's contract, um, I'm, I'm, I'm foreshadowing that there'll be a us versus them, mm. olds versus young guys and i think this whole issue with Kyrie about being a locker room guy and being a locker room mm-hmm. leader and that question that questionability um about his qualities to bring a team together i think it's going to come to the fore mm-hmm. in in brooklyn so he's my first player that i think is under pressure
1: so just just him or the team
2: just Kyrie yeah
1: because because yeah, you said the team is not really because we don't have kd
2: no but just Kyrie yeah just Kyrie definitely, definitely agree with um, that it's it's the questioning his the, the the qualities i'm not questioning his balling qualities mm-hmm. everyone knows he's a baller mm-hmm. it's it's bringing a team together and not being that having that disruptive tag he doesn't want to tag like dwight howard um, i mean this is his hometown he doesn't want to be painted negatively he doesn't want to be run out of his own town <laughs> Um, But he's there for a long time now, but I think that uh, Kyrie has some work to do to bring that uh, Brooklyn team together. But nothing says togetherness like winning. (laughs) So, I mean, if if they keep winning, I think they'll be togetherness. (laughs) (laughs) Who you got, Ray?
0: So first up, for players most under pressure to perform, I've got Ben Simmons, guys. Um, My... Um, The centerpiece of my team team and my heart, Um, he is under the most pressure to perform, I think. He is two years into the NBA, um, no longer a rookie. He just negotiated a, what was it, $170 million contract.
2: Big deal.
0: Um, Philly is building this team around him. Yeah. Um, He needs to perform.
2: Yeah.
0: There's been a lot of pressure, a lot of criticism of him already. Um, he's not a baby anymore. He's in the big leagues. Ooh. He's being paid big money, and he needs to perform. So I think that's why he's the most under pressure for me. Yeah.
1: Calling that your team. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mama,
1: seventy six.
0: There's also a bit of. A, they've made the playoffs now two seasons yeah. in a row, and they've they've tanked out pretty badly. I think there's just no clutch players or shots, um, and Ben Simmons needs to, um, along with the rest of the team, needs to step up and and be able to close out those types of games if if he wants to um, earn the money that he's earning
2: yeah. yeah but it's a better team this year yeah oh, well better starting five this year More balanced. it's a very strong starting five yeah. i think that will put um uh, ease the pressure on ben this year but he's the floor general he's got to lead the team yeah uh, there is that that steady hand in al Horford that they've acquired on some big money and this is all for um Keeping the the team even keel i think um making them more professional yeah definitely definitely, getting getting the team to over the humps and and right you know the highs and lows they want to smooth out because what they want to do is be a killer team unfazed by drama Mm. and i think that veteran leadership that Horford brings is very key to to that and Nice addition of Richardson as well, I think that each of that starting five, that core starting five does bring something to the table and um, it's just a matter of how, how they share the rock really, how um, how their individual um, statistics, um, what they are willing to sacrifice for the greater good of the team. Yeah. Because we all know individually that starting five can get theirs. But, um, is that going to um result in more wins is
1: mm. the key yeah 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 because with mb too he, he's saying that he wants to be mvp like mm. is that going to stand in the way of team success versus personal or individual success yeah so there's a kind of that's
0: Christian, the yeah. risk you it's a risk you take when you've got a team as stacked as Philly does at the moment yeah. like whether egos are going to get in the way or whether they're actually going to knock it down and and do it for the
1: tip team. Do for the team,
0: do for the team, okay. But Simmons is is the face of Philly, he's the Fresh
1: Prince of, <laughs> of Philly. Fresh <laughs> yeah. Prince of Philly. And there's a lot of pressure there for him. So, so were you impressed by the by the preseason? Like him hitting a three, um, the, the last couple of games I've watched, he pretty much, he's, he's been that full general. I, I know it's a small sample size, but, yeah. but as a diehard fan, are you, um, do you think that that will keep on going throughout the season, or is this just a flash in the pan? Yeah, the,
0: the preseason was good, look, it ticked all the boxes that we needed it to tick. Um, I don't know how much um, stock you can place on Simmons shooting 1-3 um, in a preseason game. I mean, it was good to see. Philly loved it. Um, the rest of the world loved it. She's um, definitely playing in the NBA. Um, <laughs> like hopefully it's a sign of, yeah. of, of those types of things to come in the season, but uh, I think it's a bit too early to tell it at the moment. You. All right, T, who have you got next?
1: Uh, my next and last one is actually poor George. For him to have that, that trade to go to the Clippers, and there must have been heaps of uh, phone calls and 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 dealings with Kawhi, mm-hmm. OKC, okay, the Clippers. Yeah, for him to get there, now he's there. Like in his history, he's always had excuses. Uh, like for, for when he was in Indy, he had no one. He had the team but they weren't good enough. Uh, in in OKC, it was West fault. Um, he was injured, so on and so on. Um, and now he's playing with the reigning finals MVP, the champion of Kwai uh, And Kwai wanted him, so... And for him to come out and say in the press that they're the best duo, that's one of those things where I believe that if you're the best duo, you, you wouldn't even say you're the best duo. Like Jordan never says he's the greatest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so so for him to go kind out of say that, the uh, first thing is he, he won't be available at the beginning of the season. He had two, two shoulder injuries. Um, I think he's getting injury prone. Like when he plays, he plays well. Uh, but like as Anthony Davis, he gets injured a lot. So I don't I don't think he can say that he's the best without being on the court one. And uh, with Kawhi there, yeah, he has no more excuses. He has to perform to, and then he has to, perform to his potential, and, and and I think for the Clippers too, that they need to at least get to the conference finals for, for them to achieve, yeah. especially moving on from last season where they took the Warriors to six games without two superstars, and with two superstars they should be able to go to the conference finals, so that's my reason I think PG is under pressure. The other team in LA that's
0: under pressure. Look, I think... I think Kawhi might be the most under pressure to perform in that in that LA, la team i mean he's the one who orchestrated that whole move and i think he's the one who's got to prove that it was worth it
1: but he won the championship last year got the mvp finals so i've, I've always believed that if you win the championship the next year is kind of like mm-hmm. a soft year if, if you don't make it uh you won last year but what do you think this was?
2: my take is both of them don't have any pressure. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why I say that that is they are the so-called other LA team, number one. Number two, I like their roster. I like the depth of their roster. I think they each play a role to ease the burden on one superstar, two superstars. I mean, last year they had no superstars and they functioned well as a unit. Um, Pat Bev doing his thing on defense, uh, Shamant this year is going to ball out especially in the beginning when George is out. There is that bench depth with Lou Williams who's automatic buckets and his partnership and his his chemistry with Harrell as well. I think you've got solid very solid pieces that can put points on the board and also shut down teams. I think they might be the best defensive team in the league. Okay. On paper. On paper. On um, paper. But it's better to... Uh, that's better than a lot of other teams for <laughs> turnstiles, I can tell you that. Um, so that's my take on why neither Kawhi nor George um, will feel that pressure this year. Is because they've got steady hands in... Lou Williams, who's been there, done that, who will take off the pressure if they've got to put points on the board. They can the, the, the superstars have semi superstars that they can turn to to score buckets, and and do so easily. There's there's a lot of teams that would love to have a Lou Williams on the team starting for them, let alone be on the bench. There's a lot of teams that would love Harrell being aggressive, being active on the boards, putting those putbacks in. Um, and just being aggressive defensively, Um, I think the Clippers are the team to beat in L.A. Uh, And that's because of the players that are coming back from last year. They haven't, in my view, disrupted the core too much. That that worked so well last year. Um, The addition of two superstars obviously makes them better. And um, I, look, I, I think they're gonna um, not have that intense pressure that the Lakers will have as a unit. Um, the Lakers are gonna get scrutinized throughout their whole year. They're gonna get ripped to shreds if they if they go on a slump. Um, I don't think that the Clippers will necessarily have that same
0: pressure. It's a good point you make because if we're talking about the two LA teams. As has been the case in history, yeah. the Clippers are going to get overshadowed by the Lakers in terms of pressure. The Lakers are going to be the ones in the spotlight, I think. True. Yeah. Spotlight.
1: So you can put your money where your mouth is. So, so, so we're going to have a bet on which LA team finishes first.
2: On the season record?
1: Season record. Season record. Uh,
2: okay. All right, all right, we'll do better. There you go. <laughs> 20 spot on P. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to collecting as well. So, she knows you heard it here first. He's um, down. Right? You, know, you know who else has been collecting? Andrew Wiggins has been collecting the moolah <laughs> for years. And my take on a player that is under pressure is Andrew Wiggins. um Last summer, he signed a huge extension, going five years at one hundred forty-seven point seven million. This is an extension handed out in uh, you know the Tom Thibodeau era that's gone by now, and to a guy that is is questioned about his his play. He's a guy that the criticisms are doesn't rebound, doesn't defend, doesn't play make. And he's soft. I mean, these are really... It's hurtful. I don't want to be called soft. Um, but this is a guy that's getting paid good money for what, in effect, is average statistics. Average... It's not even the stats. You have to go beyond the 18 points a game he did last year and a handful of rebounds at five and two and a half assists. But it's not just the stats. It's... His play and his development, he's well into his NBA career now, um, hasn't developed the three-point shot. Um, That potential from Kansas where he was playing defense has not transpired. Um, Is he just collecting a paycheck? I mean, that's the pressure. I mean, he might not feel the pressure at all because he's secure, financially secure in his life. But to have that stigma of not being... um, not reaching your potential, I think it's a big deal for Andrew Wiggins. It's going to be a key year this year. Um, the Wolves have to try and make the playoffs this year. It's going to be tough. That, that stacked West.
0: See, I think you just touched on it just then, and I think that's why Andrew Wiggins may not be under so much pressure, because no one's really paying attention to Minnesota. No
2: one. I am. <laughs> I'm very much paying attention to
1: Minnesota. Did I you mean... draft some? Did you draft some Minnesota players?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you haven't seen the NBA draft fantasy, we're talking about fantasy. Yeah, yeah, just I'll basically share this video here. I right do. <laughs> anyway.
0: okay. Save for fa- his fantasy owners and diehard um, Tim's fans, I'm I'm sorry to say I I don't think they're going to be under that much pressure to perform this year. It's it's too stacked a West conference.
2: Yeah. Look. I disagree. I very much disagree that he doesn't feel the pressure. I think Cat's feeling the same pressure as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, he's a guy that projects well. One of the top ten players in the league. Yeah. Can't get, out, can't get to the playoffs. I mean, it's the same sort of pressure AD was facing for so many years, not being able to compete with the big boys in the pointy end of the season. I think it gets at your psyche.
1: Yeah, especially when Jimmy left and, and he beat the starters with third stringers yeah. and he pretty much yelled at everyone on the way out, <laughs> saying they're all soft. He yelled at every, every player and and their family members <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on his way out. And for these guys not to respond, I guess I've questioned their, um, especially Wiggins, their competitiveness. Like is it's is one of those things where they, they had that payday and that's it. They, they're set. I'm like, don't love basketball that much. I'm gonna play. I get paid. That's how it feels to me when I see Wiggins play. But but as Reggie said, yeah, I don't really follow the Timberwolves. <laughs> I liked them when they came out. Like Toronto must be blessed because they they were trying to tank for Wiggins because he, he was the, meant to be the Canadian Jordan. You know, like yeah. they were tanking, but they were winning. So then they decided to go another route. They must be sitting back saying, okay, cool, um, dodge the bullet.
0: But what's it going to take for them i mean they had jimmy butler in terms of like a superstar Mm -hmm. who was willing to lead the team and it wasn't enough obviously so it'll be interesting to see how they respond this season
2: it's it's showing the team has to show it's a young team um they're still led by teague who's their veteran floor general um but they do all have to show some sort of growth there's there's got to be some big big response Someone's got to put up their hand and say, I am the leader of this team. We saw a bit of that with Cat last year, Mm. after Mm. Jimmy left town. Um, It would have been good to see it before Jimmy (laughs) left town, but I think that Cat is definitely the face of the franchise. Uh, But they're all, they've doubled down on these two players. Um, They can't let him go, and otherwise then by way of a trade. But who's going to pick up the tab for Wiggins, Further four years, unless he shows something, he shows that that bite that um, that dubbed him the number one draft pick all those years ago. So look, I hope Andrew does well, and I want him to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Andrew. Prove me wrong.
1: <laughs> but if he does well, do you reckon the Timbers would keep him or, or they'll use him because they're saying that this is a flash in the pan that maybe they're trading
0: to get. get...
2: They're still owing him a lot of money. Yeah. I would move that money. Yeah. but I'm not the GM. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, sticking to the West, I had um, also under pressure to perform the dynamic duo of Harden and Westbrook in, in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're under a lot of pressure to perform because these are two guys who um, demand attention and demand the ball. And um, of their stats speak for themselves as individual players. As a team, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but they um, they clearly think that they're able to win a championship working together. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks and and doubts over it about how they're going to gel, um, but they need to prove everybody wrong. Um, they are two amazing players who are yet to win a championship um, with any of the teams that they've played on. Um, so this year there's a lot of pressure on them. Um,
1: to prove everybody wrong yeah yeah it, it definitely i agree with you they have lots of pressure especially westbrook he couldn't win with kd you know he basically couldn't win with BG. um yeah and 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 for him to come to the rockets the rockets are a point where they, they should have won last year with kd being out against the warriors um and the gm coming out saying that you know he'll do anything to to make them win a championship uh, and the the window is closing. Mm-hmm. Now, the Rockets, I believe, the Rockets don't get it this year. Um, yeah, they'll probably blow up the whole team. I think
2: the only signs are good though. Mm. They look alright in preseason, and and the and the two main stars, they seem to be getting along, which is all important. Mm. I think. Yeah,
0: I'm liking the look of them so far. Yeah, there's not too much clashing. Um, they can they seem kind of mellow about it, um, and just willing to see whether um, whether ball
1: wells. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> but m- like every every team we'll see once they get into mm. a route uh, event so that's slump and they start losing um with the fingers yeah. start pointing and, yeah. re- and the reporter sticking a, a mark in your face saying hey westbrook yeah you averaged a triple double last year these are not working constantly that constant uh pressure if he's comfortable with him and harden and there's no issues then he'll keep on Repeating that same comment, or who will just not answer that question. Yeah. So, such is the NBA now. Um, it's, it's, it's got a lot to do with social media, yeah. and the press. The press is playing a larger part. So,
0: and the players are more willing to respond now.
1: Yes, which, that's it. which
0: feeds it. So yeah. I, I think it's a bit of give and take.
1: Yeah, but I definitely agree. Uh, they're both both under pressure. Uh, being really high usage players, mm. two of them, the highest usage players in the NBA in the mm. same team. Yeah. But yeah, the early signs of Westbrook actually adapting to Harden's play has been good. Um, I, I like to see Harden adapt to Westbrook too. You know, when when was the last time we saw Harden on a two-on-one play, being being the receiver? Yeah. yeah. Or three-on-one, or like him spotting up in the corner, someone driving and dishing to him to shoot. It, it's always it's always Harden dishing or driving, taking a one-on-one, one-on-five sir so. Hopefully um, they can come to something, and we'll get some good basketball this year.
2: That would be surprising <laughs> if that happens. But there's been more surprising things that have happened in the NBA. So uh, look, there is going to be a lot of a lot of pressure, especially with um, the comments lately made by their GM mm. um, regarding the um, freedoms of speech and and without delving too deeply into the geopolitics of the situation. Um, the organisation themselves being linked with China from the Yao Ming days, um, it's certainly going to be telling about how the organisation will um, deal with the pressures that have come from the comments from Daryl um leaving aside the basketball to one side. There are going to be ramifications regarding how the teams are going to be constructed. I mean, there were projections that the players' salary cap would diminish by quite some margin because of the lowering in funding and the lowering of revenues arising from the comments. And primary focus will be on the Rockets because of that, connection, that strong connection with China and how they deal with that together um, as an organisation and as an NBA community as well. Um, but Harden and Westbrook really have to deliver on the floor. Um, the good news is I think they look stronger than the Rockets this year. Ah, sorry, the, the Warriors this year, which they've always had to lose to the Warriors. They, they, they couldn't get over the Warriors' hump. Psychological. Um, I don't have – I think they're stronger this year than the Warriors are looking. Um, but um, if they do, the All-Roads don't now lead to Golden State in the West. And I think they might avoid their, that, that, that little pitfall that they've had in, in a few years now, the last few years.
0: So do you think that if they do better than the Warriors, at least this season, then they've relieved the pressure that was on them?
2: No. No. I think with still having that caliber player of James Harden mm. and adding Westbrook, because Westbrook is definitely an upgrade to Chris Paul. I think there is more pressure to do better than in previous seasons. Mm. Um, How the three point shooting percentages um, improve, I mean, they're still going to be relying on that three ball, um, like in all years. And all the, all the spot up shooters have got to do their, their job as well. It's not just, not just the two superstars. So there's, it's going to be very telling about the success of the team because i don't think um anything short of reaching the nba Finals is going to be successful for the rockets
0: mm-hmm. this year Right. final thoughts guys yeah
1: i guess all the players we mentioned yeah, there's a lot of pressure but um i guess they're the the most pressure that we think anyway that, that we talked about but there's the, the everyone in the nba is under pressure to to keep our roster spot mm. and to, and for the guys that in the 10th man 13th man they just want to be in the league so
2: I think the most under pressure will be Tron, or well, will be T with uh, with losing this bet that we've got going on. Uh,
0: but see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
0: this has been another episode of the Shooters Roll. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time.